Hello everybody, welcome to the Horcasts episode 1. And this is a continuation of the Dollcasts. I am still Peyotitlan, I am no longer a Dollscom, I am a corporate whore. I am recording this one because today is my last official day for the time being as a corporate whore. Um, I've started working, uh, if you read the, like, well, the blog, previously the Dollscom Diaries, now the Corporate Whore Diaries, um, I got a job and I was working for this huge, 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 huge corporation, um, the biggest company in the UK, and it was fun, and it was painful, and it was difficult and so on, but the main thing is the fact that it was taking me between four to four and a half hours a day to travel into work and back home so it was a bit of a task really and that and a few more things i decided to give it a break and call it a day in january when it's easier for me to find a job today is the 31st of january 2007 I'm looking for a new job, I've got an interview tomorrow with with an agency, so hopefully we'll see, something will come out of it. Um, the music that I hope you can hear, as good as you can hear my voice, or probably better, is a compilation from various Latin American electronic groups. Um, so yes, this one is by Franklin and it's called Mambo Tour. Anyway, it's not about the music, it's just for me to waste your time and my time. So, apart from me working in this big company, to give you an idea how big it is, it was a big fucking step from the companies that I was working at previously. Um, the last company specifically that I was working for, their annual turnover for the entire company was a shit week's turnover on this section that I was working for, for this huge company. It's kind of like, as if you compare Starbucks water sales, like bottled water sales, rather than an entire t um, turnover, that the water would be minimal. Uh, that's what I was doing. I was in clothing for this company. And their turnover on a very shit week was approximately like 12 million, 13 million, which is the last year that I was working for my previous company, their turnover for the entire year. So you can imagine what a bit of a, a step it was. Um, and various different things, mainly the traveling seriously affected it. So I handed in my notice. My family, well, my wife knows this. My family back at home don't know this because there's no need to worry them anyway. And I should be fine. Um, looking for a job is pretty much the same. Nothing changes at the moment. Uh, I haven't gone on benefits. I, I'm hoping I'm not going to be forced into doing that. I should be okay. Um, I had an interview and probably it's my luck that I'm, I, I just get a face or I get a voice or my manner on the phone just tells people, oh yeah, please fuck about with me. Because I had an interview, the agency called me, they're really happy, oh yeah, no, they loved it, blah, blah, blah. And then one thing that was really weird, it was like, um, can you guarantee me that if they make you an offer, you will accept it immediately? And that's a bit tricky, really, because you wouldn't be expected, like nobody expects you to 
to compromise, like around to agree to something like that. Um, if I made an offer, obviously I would look into it. If it's worthwhile, I would take it, considering that I'm unemployed, yeah, then yes. But to force yourself into that position, it's a bit tricky. I told the guy at the agency, well, yeah, I, I think so. Um, he promised me an hourly rate, and then since then he has not been answering my emails or my phone calls. The funny thing is that just, I don't know, about an hour ago, I tried to contact him and I called his number, the guy from the agency. He answered the phone and he obviously saw my phone number and he immediately went like, uh, uh Damien speaking, even though his name is Mark and I could recognize his voice. But to give him the pleasure of, of playing along with things, I just pretended that I didn't know that it was him. I don't think he's going to call back. And the thing that pisses me off is if I don't get the job, fair enough, it might be a bit frustrating. But I'd rather have somebody telling me, no, you didn't get the job, rather than just not fucking answering my calls. I think that's incredibly rude. Um, and I'm called for it, really, considering that the agency could make money of me getting a contract or any job anyway. But there you go. Um... So yeah, as I said, today is the 31st of January 2007 in, well, worldwide, really. Um, just to go on about things that are happening, well, that are in the news recently. And uh, I just got to point one thing out. It's uh, something that happened today that I'm going to come across as being a bit cynical, probably a bit edgy or a bit angry. But that's why I feel... If anybody disagrees with me, fair enough, you're entitled to that. So, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't really care. A lot of people disagree with me. I'm actually scared when people agree with me sometimes. But the one thing that really struck a chord today is that um, there were some arrests for some terrorist suspects. I have to emphasize the word suspects because they, well, they haven't done anything yet. They There is, in the news, that they were plotting to do one thing. Uh, the funniest thing about this is that how very conveniently this comes after two weeks from the Home Office Secretary got into really, really loads of trouble because of some memos that he sent uh, the state that some things are in the Home Office uh, with either immigrants coming in, I'm an immigrant, so fuck you, in your face, um, the BA immigrants coming in, people not being happy, not enough control, or trying to put way too much control over things that might infringe on human rights, and as well the fact that the prison system is pretty much full, like all the prisons are pretty much full in the UK right now, there is, according to the newspapers, about like 350 spaces left in the entire prison system of the UK. Um, read in a different magazine that they're hoping to create another 350 spaces by the spring and that last week 350 people were convicted. The main problem about this is that it came to light that a couple of pedophiles went to trial 
and they weren't sentenced to go to prison because there isn't enough space and because John Reed, the secretary, had sent a memo to take into consideration that there was no spaces so if they could not send that many people into jail unless it was necessary. Um, if a pedophile on the loose is not something necessary to bang up into prison, then I really don't know what it is. Um, I had done a test run of this recording earlier, and I just went off on one, saying that I hope that John Reed rots in hell, that if I'm in hell that I can either bully him or not see his fucking face, and things along me expressing my views according to what I see or hear from him, uh, calling him a bigot and a racist, fascist shit, which it's not necessarily the truth, it is what in my perception as a mildly educated person can see and can feel from what I've read or seen. But that is not the truth and that is only my view, it's not slender, I'm not enforcing my view onto anybody and I'm gonna skip this track because it's actually shit. But anyway, so yeah, that was about John Reed, the prison system, and the convenient arrest of... No, this one was the track. Anyway. But, yeah, my view is about the convenient arrest of some suspects on the day that he was getting sick. The funniest thing is that that just reminded me so much of the way the media and the government in the United States seems to be playing with people, that is a fact that is like, you're not afraid enough, or we're fucking it up, and you're actually criticizing the government, so magically something happens that is like to stop this huge threat of something, um, in the past it was just black men mugging people, uh, traffic corners, or shooting each other, or something like that, which not necessarily, or y yes, it would happen, but uh, it happens as well with Latin people in the States mugging, or killing each other, or just living normal lives, successful lives, but there was the inherent fear of the black man, and now it seems to be kind of like the inherent fear of Asian youth, and I just think that it's fucking awful that we're just jumping from one to another, um, just to create a new boogeyman and stigmatize an entire race for something that a few individuals do. This is the most political I've come across in my podcasts, and well, it might be the last time, it might not be, but I just wanted to say this because it's really getting on my tits that it's happening and that they're trying to play us that way against some people that are not necessarily, that are few individuals out of a great number of people. So there you go. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about that it was really funny kind of like links up to the States and it links up to the UK apart from the, well, obvious, um, but it's like, there's these shoes that kids wear, and that loads and loads of kids have, that they're the wheelies or something like that, they're shoes that have wheels on the heels, so they're kind of like rollerblades, but you can walk on them, because half of it, oh, this is the awful, awful track, <laughs> sorry, that track, oh, I just missed two tracks, just try and avoid that one, that it has a sax solo, like a fucking shit 80s softcore porn movie. But there you go, you had to hear a bit of it. Um, 
as you can see, this improvise is not very planned or anything like that. Um, <laughs> I just really fucked my tra train of thought. Um, but anyway, back to the wheelies, the skates. Um, there has been a lot of kids getting injured with these shoes. Uh, one kid is in hospital today in the UK because a car hit him uh, because he was wearing these shoes. Uh, one thing that I don't know if they... I, I would like to clear this matter. I, I don't know. I'm just asking questions. Um, so if the car hit this kid because of wearing those shoes, was it a motivator or an, or, or an unmotivated anger attack, like a hate crime, just because the kid was wearing those shoes? Um, did the car just run onto the pavement and fucking just drove him down? Did the car drive into a fucking shopping center where, where I see most of the kids wearing them and using them and showing off on them? Um, I really don't know. Uh, could it be by any chance that the kid was on the road and a car happened to be on the road and then hit him? Or that the kid just jumped onto the road where it's obvious that we can see a car or we can imagine a car going, uh, driving along a road and then hit the kid. I, I just really don't know. Uh, this mainly because I'm really jealous and I want a pair of those shoes and I can't afford to get a pair of them. And I know that I'm gonna hurt myself if I buy a pair of them and I'm gonna make even more of a fuss and the fucking news of the world or the sun, or the star, or the daily mail over it, if I hurt myself, and my wife would not stop hearing about me going, oh, I fucking hurt my wrist and my fucking shoes, and things like that, so, yeah, I just, I just want to ask those questions, the funny thing about those shoes is that because of injuries and a few fatalities, um, this is the key word, fatalities, in the United States, in some states, they have actually banned the sale of those shoes. That is kind of good, that makes perfect sense, that if it's actually, if people have died because of it, then it makes sense to protect them, to stop it. One thing that I don't understand is how come guns have not been banned in some US states where kids get the guns and go and shoot their fucking schoolmates in the middle of it. Um, I, I don't understand how, how can a gun be a bit more acceptable or, or safer, if you think, uh, than a pair of shoes. So that's another question that I want to know, whether if, if the kid in the UK that got hurt was on the road where you expect a car to be, or if he jumped onto the road or fell, I don't know, ran out of control, going to the road, car, road, you guess the rest, and as far as the states, shoes, kids dying, ban them, guns, kids, kids with guns, kids dying, why not ban guns, it would, like, fucking hell, that would, like, I don't know, that would save so many lives within the United States, it would save a lot of lives outside the United States. I can think of a couple of countries right now where it would save a lot of lives and it would save a lot of American lives as well if that is a main concern, if that is the main thing that worries people that is their citizens or their, yeah, their fellow citizens, their fellow Americans dying 
um, it would save a lot of American lives, not only other innocent lives, but it would save a hell of a lot of lives. So why don't we just think about it? Just go over it in our heads for the next couple of weeks and then decide on something. I don't think I sent a said yes, I did on my test run for this podcast. It's still extremely political, I don't know why, but it's just the shit that's been happening in the news. Well, in the world, that's made it into the news. Um, I'm a bit edgy because I've just had half a cigarette. And it wasn't a funny cigarette. The thing is that it's the first bit of cigarette that I have since Sunday well Sunday night today is Wednesday and I deliberately didn't smoke Monday and I was fine didn't smoke Tuesday I was alright coming to the evening I was a bit edgy today I was nearly fucking dying and I still feel a bit kind of like <laughs> but I feel much better now so there you go um, what else has been happening well in my life uh, a lot of friends from abroad that are in the UK are deciding to go back home and that is only natural but it still kind of sucks especially when a few of them are friends from back home from Mexico and they they just want to go home and it's great I can understand that they're feeling nostalgic and so on but at the same time I'm being a bit selfish but I just like to having Mexican friends here that I can see often that if I get homesick I can just go and see them get pissed with them just talk shit in Spanish with them and feel a bit better about it but now everybody seems to be going back probably within the next two or three months I'm gonna have hardly any Mexican friends left or well, hardly any Latin American friends left there's one friend left but the problem is that I only see him about once every two months or something like that I should make an effort and see him more often but there you go that's that's my problem not yours but yes which it really really sucks Another thing that I was going to talk about is something really stupid, but recently, um, at my last job, it was casual enough for the clothing that I could just wear pretty much anything that I wanted to, really, so it was like I was keeping it civilized, and jeans, sneakers, and a shirt, kind of like, okay, nice shirts, um, nothing obscene or anything like that. The cool thing is that um, since we weren't traveling, I just enjoyed not shaving, so I grow my piss-poor attempt of a beard. And that actually was quite nice, and I grew it again. I finished my job, and I had an interview. And for an interview, obviously, I had to shave. The funniest thing, this one thing that, I don't know, I presume that every single bloke does it. Uh, yeah, if you have an attempt of a beard or something like that, and then you have to shave it, then you go for many various different comic options, comical options, before you actually fully shave. Uh, previously I had done just leaving myself a, like a really shit 1970s moustache uh, and I looked like a really really sad parody of Ron Jeremy 
which was awful um and i did actually the funny kind of like hitler mustache and yes i took photos of myself i'm not proud but there you go i've done that uh, this time around i left myself some like fucking big 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 sideburns kind of like honky tonks and um the mustache the 1970s mustache and it looked pretty cool and then what i did it was to shave the top half of the moustache so that it was the really, well, not really, really thin, but the thin line just above your lip. Um, and I did that one too with the sideburns and I thought it fucking looked hilarious. Um, at least when I showed it to my wife, she couldn't stop laughing and she took a few photos of me. It was something quite obscene, really, but it was funny. Um, so yeah, and I think that's a trait that is just exclusive for men. I don't think that women, like, excuse me, I don't want to sound too rude, but I don't think that if women are shaving, and let's be frank, we can only, like, as a man, you can only think of women shaving one place other than their armpits. Um, and I don't mean this in a rude way, but it's like, I don't think that if a, if a woman was to shave her private parts, or her pubic hair, shall we say, um, I don't think they would be messing around. Kind of like, oh I'm, I'm gonna shave it on a hard shape and then kind of like oh then go for a brazilian or a landing strip and then just go oh have a laugh take a few photos and then shave it all off i just don't think that would happen it's it's not something like well it's something that you could imagine but it's i don't think it's something that would actually take place other than on the internet so yeah, uh, I'm gonna put up in either the blog or in uh, in MySpace, put up the photos of me fucking about with my facial hair, um, and you guys can take the piss out of them. So yeah, there you go. One thing that I found funny recently, uh, watching television, is like, I don't know, apart from piss poor acting, is the fact that in British television, it seems to have just taken over completely uh, bad acting to be covered, like every single, especially male actors, uh, well, yeah, an actor, male, actress, female, no need to do fucking best female actor for an Oscar, because if you do best actress that fucking covers it it's called a language you don't need to do best male actor because actor is male best actress is the same as female actor it's kind of like actually that they're doing kind of like cockneys i'm gonna say one word but i'm gonna try and be really clever and replace it by two words so it takes me twice the fucking effort to say anything and talking about cockneys, that brings us back to what I actually wanted to say. Not necessarily, but it's like when you see somebody like an actor that is really, really shit at acting, and now when they're angry or anything like that, they do the fucking fish face of kind of like I don't know, as if you do, as, a, as an old man without dentures, kind of like sucking your lips and going you slag, and kind of like Ray Winston in scum or in some of his early movies that is like i don't know the, the the white boy the dodgy geezer and this and that but they they talk a bit like this you know what i mean you're right son you fucking bit your head in you slag and things like that it really fucking cracks me up but at the same time after half an episode i'm already fucking fuming and i want to beat the shit out of them 
because this is like mainly in a show based in the fucking north of England. Why the fuck does somebody in the north of England wants to be a fucking wannabe gangster from the south? I I just don't get it, but it really fucking gets my goat going. And it's like, fair enough if you need standards, they try and do it, because it's, at least it's geographically correct. But when there is people like in the north doing it, or, or in other places, it's just kind of like, oh, fucking give it up. You're shit at acting. You're like, I don't know, you're not convincing anybody that you're hard or anything like that. So why, why do you fucking bother? Finally, one last thing that I wanted to say, I found out, well, my wife told me today, um, it was quite funny that basically, or she told me yesterday, something like that, there's a Heidi Klum and Seal, who, Heidi Klum, I happen to think that she's one of the most beautiful women in the planet, um, apparently her and Seal, who are married, or at least their partners and have children together, um, they have made huge nude portraits of themselves and put them up in their living room or somewhere in their home. And it's just kind of, I was telling my wife, we gotta become famous and, and gotta be, like, I don't know, gotta befriend them and hope that they invite us over to their place. Our thing is, like, I don't know, my wife obviously just gave me one of those funny looks. It's like to the lens that I would go to see a picture of Heidi Klum naked. But there you go, but it's like, imagine you can, like, befriend them, go to their house. And it's like, oh, yeah, um, you, Beatty, Lennon, and Sonia, just wait here, uh, I'll go and get your drinks, don't worry about it. And as there's, just, like, pulling out, you can just ask them, oh, sorry, where is the loo? Where's the, where's your bathroom? And they just tell you, oh, I can, like, I don't know, if you go upstairs, well, it's not a freaking mason, mason or, <laughs> or a flat, so it wouldn't be. If you go upstairs, and it's the second door on the left, but it's like, it would be wherever, but it's like, you know, that you ask for that, and like, in a shit movie, you would go wandering around, fucking find a photograph, start looking at it, and one of them would walk in, probably to make it even more embarrassing, it would be Heidi Klum walking in, and going, oh, uh, what the fuck are you doing here? And then you go kind of like, oh, uh, sorry, uh, I got, I got lost. I, I was, I was looking for the bathroom. And I was like, yeah, but this is not the bathroom. It's, it's in, it's on the other side of the house. I, I, I told you where it was. Anyway, why have you got your cock out? And he just be kind of like, oh, uh, um, I, I must have been sleepwalking. What do you mean sleepwalking? You like, you were going to the bathroom that is on the other side of the house. You're here and you get your cock out. What the fuck do you mean by sleepwalking? It's like, oh, well, uh, hasn't Sonia told you? T t told me what? What the fuck are you doing, you pervert? No, it's just that I suffer from narcolepsy. <laughs> and pretend to fall asleep and there you go. Probably you could get away with it. Probably you couldn't. Um, I don't think you'd be invited back either way, but I don't think I would get invited in the first place. So, there you go. That's my truth. Well, if you, if you go to Heidi Klum's house and you see her naked portrait and you happen to have your penis in your hand and she walks into the room and sees you there, now you know what you can say. So, I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, I think it's long enough now. I still believe it doesn't make any fucking sense i hope you like it if you don't like it vote like i don't know we'll rate it anyway just i need to know what you people think probably you hate it even more than i do or you don't hate it half as much as i do but 
it would be good to know anyway. So I wish you all the best. Uh, there'll be another reincarnation. I still don't know what. It depends on the job. But there we go. I hope to see you guys soon. Well, not really. I just hope to do more stuff and that somebody else listens to it. Uh, all the best. Take care. And I'm signing off. Goodbye.